I'm so thankful that y'all came to church tonight. And you didn't come religiously. You came because you love the Lord. Yes. Amen. You want to grow and you want God's angelic protection in 2024. You want the windows of heaven open onto your life. That's right. You want to walk with expectancy. You want your faith to work for you. Amen. And how many enjoy the peace of God in your life right now? The peace of God that passes all understanding. God is good and his mercy endures forever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, before we start, I want to read you something here from Rick Renner. Ever heard of Rick Renner? Everybody around the world pretty much has heard of Rick Renner, Greek scholar, one of the best in the world. And uh, he had some things to say about 2024. You want to hear them? Yes. All right, here they are. Uh, first of all, John 16, verse 33 in the New King James says, These things have I spoken to you, that in me, say in me, in me. how many know you and I are in the Lord? In Jesus. We, we have, we have, we're in, in Christ. Amen. You may have peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. The word overcome, he says, means to completely conquer. And the word world depicts all the systems and events that are occurring in the world around us. How many know we're living in crazy times? But regardless of what's going on, Jesus has completely overcome every bit of it. This is why we can be bold and take courage in every season of life. And this promise is yours to claim, so reach out and take it. When you see a promise in the Bible, we should say, I believe that with all my heart. It's mine, I have it now. Such as when Jesus redeemed us from the curse in Galatians 3.13. The curse was poverty, sickness, and eternal damnation. How many know we've been redeemed? God's plans for you to prosper and be in health. As your soul prospers. Amen. And he says here, the Holy Spirit specifically told me that in 2024, those who listen to these things now, and you're going to be getting this uh, handout this coming Sunday, so you can meditate on it and hang it in your mirror, whatever, look at it. Stay in faith. Here's what he said. Those who stay, those who stay in faith, stay in peace. In other words, you can't worry because the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Amen? We just got to trust the Lord. Stay in faith, stay in peace, stay in love. Let me tell you something right now. The enemy would do anything to trip you up. Just one step out of love is step into trouble. We got to walk in love. Say, I'm going to do it. It makes no difference. We're going to do it. We're going to walk in love. We're going to walk in love because that's the commandment that fulfills all the commandments. Jesus said, love one another. Amen. Stay in fellowship. Stay in fellowship. Let me tell you something right now. Life is better when you come together with Christian people and stay in fellowship. Yes. You're in an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit's moving. You're in an atmosphere where people are praying. You're in an atmosphere where people are being nice and loving and kind and thinking good thoughts. Amen. Stay in fellowship. And he said, keep sowing seed for the sake of eternity. How many want people to go to heaven? 
We're not going to just be a little church on the corner that does nothing. We're going to reach out with our buses and vans and, and uh, uh, shuttles, and we're going to reach into the world with the gospel to Panama, Guatemala, and around the world. Praise God. We're going to reach out with the gospel. Amen? And he said, these people that do these things, stay in faith, in peace, in love, and fellowship, and keep sowing seed, they will be unmoved. Say, I'll take that. Nothing's going to shake you. Unshaken, well provided for, and they will possess a much needed divine assurance. Aren't you glad that you know, that you know, that you know you're saved? Yes. You're not hoping, you're not wishing, you know you are. Because sometimes you'll ask people out there in the world, well, do you, are you going to go to hell? I'm not sure, I hope so. <laughs> no, we know so. That's what the Bible says. 27 times, I believe it is, in the, in, in the, in the first John, chapter 1 through chapter 5, it talks about we know, we know, we know, we know, we know we passed from death on the life. Amen? So they will possess a much needed divine assurance, divine peace, divine power, divine and supernatural victory. Amen? You're gonna, you can experience that. A, a, a much needed divine assurance, peace, Power and super. Now, Rick, here's his confession, which you'll have for 2024. I declare by faith that in 2024, and this is something you can put up and read it every day if you want. I will stay in faith. Why? Because with, with God, faith, God's given us the measure of faith. All things are possible. But it says in Hebrews 11:6, without faith, without it, it's impossible to please God. It says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen? That's what it says in Hebrews 11, 6 in your Bible. We must live by faith. Walk by faith. Amen? And it says here, I'll stay in faith, stay in peace, stay in love, stay in fellowship, and keep sowing seed for eternity. I expect that the Holy Spirit's power, I expect the Holy Spirit's power to cause me to be unmoved unshaken, and well provided for in every realm of my life. I proclaim that I will walk in divine assurance, peace, power, and supernatural victory. Regardless of any tempest, God's Spirit will cause me to be blessed, empowered, joy-filled, sustained, and to miraculously thrive in 2024. Amen. A word spoken to Rick Renner. Praise the Lord. I'll, I'll receive that. Amen. I'll take that. I'll, I believe it with all my heart. Amen. And, you know, Christians often think of spiritual disciplines as physical exercises. But the Bible doesn't really mention that, uh, that distinction. And many spiritual disciplines are meant to be entered into a church family, uh, acting together, fasting together, praying together. And uh, fasting is one of those spiritual disciplines. I know, I know it doesn't sound very exciting. Oh, pastor's going to call me to fast and not eat food. No, I, I'm not asking you to do that. But we're going to talk about fasting tonight. Because next week, we're talking about the week to seek. It's going to be some uh, uh, prayer meeting every day that you can come to if you can, okay? Uh, 
But, uh, but the personal benefits are obvious, and the teaching from Jesus on this matter seems to place it in the realm of private, private rather than public. In Matthew chapter 6, if you want to look at that with me, Matthew chapter 6, verse 16. So let's open our heart. Let's pray right now. Open our heart to what the Lord has for us tonight, because this is what he has directed us as pastors to talk about tonight, about the upcoming week and the upcoming year. How many want to... Plunge into 2024 in full faith, full peace, and full expectancy. I mean, let's get, out, let's get on God's timetable. Let's get his word in our heart this year. Let's stay in faith. Let's be expecting every day. Don't let situations or circumstances move you off of faith. Because if you can be moved, the devil will move you. But get, what does it say? Give him no place. You say, where's that found? In the Bible, Ephesians 4.27. Give him no place. Give no place to the devil, none at all. Stay in faith. Keep the peace of God. Look to Jesus. He's the author and finisher of your faith. Amen? And it says here, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when, I put not if, when. <laughs> when you fast, as Christians, there's times we should fast and pray and get a, how many have ever needed some divine wisdom, some divine peace, some answers to prayer? You know, in, in, a, in a busy lifestyle that Christians have these days, you know, people can't even imagine sitting down to read the Bible, but you need to read the Bible every day. You need that spiritual food. You need that spiritual food to hear the, a word from the Lord every day, every day, every day, every day to stay on track. To have the power to say no to the flesh, the devil, and the world. Amen? So we've got to invite God's presence into our life. We need as believers. Listen, how many ever needed prayer? There's probably people prayed for you when you didn't even know it. Right. Amen? The Bible says we're to pray one for another. Yes. We're to pray for those in authority. Like them or not, we're supposed to pray for those in authority. God will move it in their life or remove them, one or the other. Amen? But prayer is so, fasting and prayer is so important. So when you, when you fast, anoint your head with and wash your face so you don't appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and to your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. God sees when we really mean it. He does. He really does. Don't think that God doesn't know you're here tonight. He knows the very hairs on your head. He knows you're here because you want to be here. Not, it should not be, we shouldn't pray and give because we have to. We should give because it's God's will. And if, we're, if it's God's will, then the blessings are going to flow. The power is going to flow, rivers of living water out of us. When we pray, it makes a difference in people's lives. Amen? And we can help so many people. We can be a blessing to so many people when we do it from our heart with the right motive. Amen? And it said, but to your father who is in secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. There's times in Scripture when a corporate fast is called, and one of those is in recorded in the book of Acts. If you want to turn to Acts chapter 13, verse uh, uh, 2, verse 2, and uh, let's just look at this. 
And we'll probably go through about, oh, maybe like verse 6 or something like that. And they ministered to the Lord and fasted. And they ministered to the Lord and fasted. And the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Okay? And then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. Continue. Verse 4. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia and from there to sail to Cyprus. Go back, go to the New Living translation. The New Living if you can. Okay? I want you to see something here. Now, New Living. Hallelujah. In the New Living, are you going to be able to get that? Okay. Okay. Look at this now. Verse, verse 3. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid hands on and sent them out. Let me see. Uh, let's go back even further. Verse, verse 1. Okay. There we, that's what I want to look at. One day as these men were, what? They were worshiping the Lord and, and fasting. Kind of they worked together, okay? The Holy Spirit said, in other words, they were gathering together corporately, and when they were worshiping God and fasting, wow, it, it put them in an atmosphere where God began to speak. Sometimes we just need to get quiet get in the right place, and worship the Lord. It says, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So after, then, after that, after more fasting and prayer, so I want you to see, the, the men laid hands on them and sent them on their way. So Barnabas and Saul went out, to, out were sent out by the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. They went down to the seaport of Seleucia and sailed for the island of Cyprus. There in the town of Salamis, they went to the Jewish synagogues and preached the word of God. John Mark went with them as their assistant. Afterward, they traveled, look at it, from town to town across the entire island until they finally reached Patmos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer, a false prophet. And we're going to stop right there. They went out and began to minister. In that time of prayer and fasting, God, by the Holy Spirit, assigned them to go out and do it. Amen? I thought that was pretty amazing. And it was as they ministered or as they worshiped the Lord. So there's benefits to private fasting and there's benefits to corporate fasting. It doesn't mean we get together every week and fast corporately. But how many know that you can, you can pray and you could fast? I mean, fasting gives us a time. You don't fast, oh, I'm going to lose some weight so I've got to fast. <laughs> no, just, just go on a diet then. Okay? Fasting is a time for you and I set aside to give God some time to talk to us. Wow! What would happen if we all gave God some time to talk to us? And we'd have to set aside something. You know, we'd have to give something up. Give up lunch. Give up golfing give up fishing, whatever. 
and give up a motorcycle drive that afternoon to get before God, just think, God could speak to us. Amen? Supernaturally, give us direction, wisdom for the decisions we're going to make, wisdom for the future ahead of us. Maybe he's calling us to a special ministry within the church, we just don't know it. Can I have any better amen? Okay, so fasting. Let's talk about some of the benefits. Fasting, you can write this down. It heightens your sensitivity to the spirit. It really does. Because how many know we're busy, we've got to quickly read our Bible, quickly do devotions, and we're out of there, and we're working. How many know what I'm saying? But just think if we would take an hour and not go to lunch and spend that entire hour worshiping and praising God, worshiping and praising God, amen, and fast that time that you would normally be on your phone or at lunch or talking to buddies and all that and spend your time fasting, you may get the wisdom and a word from God that could change your family, change your marriage, and change your life. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. It heightens our sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And you notice that, they, the, 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 that for the believers in Antioch, fasting was connected to worship. And the two go hand in hand because when you're fasting, we form a natural sensitivity to the Holy Spirit because we're setting aside that time and God knows it. We're doing it with a right heart, amen? We're, we're seeking the Lord. And in fact, for those believers in Acts, they heard from the Holy Spirit while they were worshiping. And the corporate fast led to a corporate sensitivity and then a response from the Holy Spirit to do and anoint these two brothers to go out and share the gospel. And they all laid hands on them. Amen. That's what happened there as a benefit to corporate fasting. Number two, it increases your unity. It increases your unity. And I like that experience in Acts chapter 2. The Anak believers were in one accord. Notice, they were in one accord. They heard from God as a group. Not individually. They, they heard together. And fasting here will get our church on the same page. When people spend time together in prayer. We're, we're physically denying our flesh. Our egos and self-centeredness Take a back seat. I got to have it my way takes a back seat. <laughs> Fasting has the potential of helping any church in our church get on board with a singular vision. Because if, it's, if we don't have a singular vision, we have what we call division. And you see churches across America that have closed their doors, split, because of division. Or if I was, you know, if it was me running their church, I do this. Or if I was, I, you know, if I was ahead, whatever. Forget about all that. How about unity? How about we're being peacemakers? How about what's the vision that God's given the church? Well, if you can hook up with it, run with it. If you can't, then go somewhere where you can. But don't be a stinker. <laughs> Because wherever go, stinkers go, they stink. They try to cause the vision and try to change the vision. We've had even people over the years, oh, I think this church ought to be doing this. This church ought to be doing that. This is what God's called us to do. Reach the unreached and tell the untold. Oh, I one guy said, I wouldn't waste my time on kids. Well, I would. Jesus would. 
We take our time with kids. We, we love children. That's why we have children's ministry, young explorers, nurseries going on, children's church going on, I mean, teenagers going on, and young, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, yeah, not young, well, young as far but I'm talking about over 30s or whatever. Sub 30s, Sub-30s yeah. <laughs> because we love family, and everybody is important. Amen? You're important to God. So, we need to keep a single vision, and as far as selfish ambition, we need to hold it in check. In other words, there are people that are that are just in, come to churches because they, got, they want to fulfill their vision. But how many know it's a corporate vision? And everybody is included. Yes. Everybody's important. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Okay, number three. Fasting. Prayer and fasting uncovers your potential. Prayer and fasting uncovers your potential. So what did the Spirit say to the believers in Acts 13? He had... Had them set apart, two of them, amen, to do the work with which I've called them. Saul and Barnabas found the deepest God-given abilities in ministry, and they stepped out into that full potential and began to minister everywhere. Mm -hmm. Amen? And I believe God's calling many of you, amen? And I, I want to believe that there should be no unemployment in a local church. There's so many spots to fill I mean, we need more nursery workers, more bus drivers, amen. People can go visit people in prisons and, and uh, jails and, and nursing homes. We could just use a lot of people, amen. And, and one day you may be sitting there and you come to these prayer and fasting times next week seeking the Lord. And maybe, maybe your noon hour, instead of going to lunch, come over here and pray. Who knows what could happen? God may place a calling on your life. Amen. I, I believe the people will be called to be missionaries out of this church. Amen. Soul winners out of this church. Minister of helps in every area. Safety team. Okay. So, number four. So fasting will, uh, will reveal the, uh, the gift that God has put on the inside of you. I was sitting in a Bible study. My wife and I. She was here and I was here. Minister was over here. And as they were talking, the Lord spoke to me. But notice, corporately we were there. We had prayed. We were hearing the word. Our hearts were tender for the word. The Lord said, I'm calling you to Bible college. I'd only been saved two years. I said, oh my goodness. Wow. I looked at my wife and said, the Lord just spoke to me. She said, he did me too. Before God, Holy Spirit. This is exactly what happened. True. Supernatural. So I was going to test it. I said, okay, tell me what he said. She said, he's, we're, we're, he's calling us to go to Bible school. I said, that's what he told me. <laughs> In the mouth of two or three witnesses, the Holy Spirit called us. We're here today because we listened to the Lord and we obeyed the voice of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So, number four, uh, fasting prioritizes prayer. Okay? Notice after hearing from God, the Anak believers set up an, an additional time. They continued to fast and pray. It wasn't just to heard the voice of God. They continued praying and fasting. 
Prayer is the partner of fasting. Write that down. Prayer is the partner of fasting. When you fast corporately, consider joining together in a regular place and time for corporate prayer, which we're going to do. Both private and public prayer is important. God moves when people pray together. Fasting is just setting aside time. And then during that time, we don't just come and sit. We pray. Amen. We pray for the church. We pray for those that are taking healing in their bodies. We pray for angelic protection around every single member, every child, every teenager, every adult person in this church. We, we just take the authority over the devil. Amen. And we pray for marriages. We pray for parenting skills. We pray for so many things. And also that doors would open for us to win more souls. Amen. God would send people here. God could send one person here to pay off the whole mortgage. And then we could do even so much more. Let's believe for that. But it's going to come because we set aside time, as they did in the book of Acts, to fast and pray and worship the Lord. And when we're worshiping the Lord, the Lord can speak to us. Amen? Either to one person individually, privately, or the whole group. But this is going to happen. Amen? So, God moves when people pray together. God moves when people pray together. Amen. Number five, fasting stretches our faith. It stretches our faith. Finally, Saul and Pinebus were commissioned to continue the work telling others of the good news of Jesus. You know, they may have been content with what they were doing. How many know we can all become content with what we're doing? But how many know God wants to stretch us? Come on, he could stretch us. I think everybody in the body of Christ should go on a mission trip. Many of you have been with me. It's really wonderful. It's exciting. I mean, we've got, um, uh, Amy, you, you've been down there and working in the pharmacy and your sister. Uh, and, uh, and many of you have come with, Pete's been with me. We've worked the lines. You've been, what did you work in the last time we went down there? You, 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 did you crowd control or? In the dentist. And I think David worked uh, with the eyes. Okay. And, and we just all did different things. And, and I, was, I was able to take them after they got through uh, with the doctors. They went to the pharmacy. got them. Then I was able to take them into the prayer room and see them give their life to the Lord. Amen. All of us together. Nobody was a big shot. Nobody said, if I, if I was in charge of this thing, I'd do this. No, 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 no. We just come there to serve. We're just there to pick up paper, do whatever needs to be done. And thousands are being saved. What better thing could happen when believers come together and pray and fast and God says, go on this mission trip. It'll change other people's lives, plus it'll change yours. Amen? It stretches our face. And uh, they be <laughs> fast and following Silas as he knew evidence for ministry. And more people needed to hear the gospel. So through fasting, their faith was stretched. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions. You don't have to answer out loud. <laughs> what, what will you fast this week? Keep that thought to yourself. What will you fast this week? Will you fast from food for one meal or a day for several days? Will you fast from social media 
for the weak. Some, of, some, some people almost faint at that thought. How about this? Will you fast from sugar for the weak? Can you imagine not having any chocolates? No Andes? Yeah, we can do it. I'm a, okay, I'm going to do something radical. No Andes and no ice cream all next week for me. None. No chocolates all week long. No chocolates, no Andes. I better have one tomorrow. <laughs> There's sometimes we just need to let the flesh know who's in charge. Come on. Can somebody say amen? There's sometimes we just let lead them to know, hey, I'm in charge here. The Spirit of God inside of me. So no Andes, no ice cream, no chocolates all next week, Mrs. Olson. I can do it. I'm going to do it. I, last, year, last year I did. Don't challenge me right now. Let the, <laughs> let the Holy Spirit challenge me, okay? <laughs> I did it too. Did. I did. All right. So uh, are you going to fast from meat? You know, pray and ask God what you should do, not what somebody else does. Because right. if you're going to fast and pray, may, maybe social media, maybe, maybe you just turn off the boob tube. Or what do they call that? Television. Turn it off and don't. Uh, during that time, uh, at least one of the days, just spend the whole time praying, fasting. Can you imagine? Okay. Will you fast social media? That's a question. Okay. Take the time that you would have been eating or scrolling on Facebook and pray and meditate in the Word of God. Take the time that you would normally be eating or scrolling on Facebook and pray and meditate. How many know eating takes a while? It takes a while to cook it up and clean it up and eat it. Let's believe together for a powerful week as individuals and as a church. What do you say? Let, let's get our faith out there, you know, and just come and pray. Come and worship the Lord. And then sometimes be quiet. Just meditate on the Word of God and let the Lord speak to you. He's not going to all of a sudden just, you know, call you to Asia or something like that. He, you know, this, let the Lord speak to you, though. Amen? Yes, Joan. Yeah. Uh, okay. Something that the Lord spoke to me this last week is when I'm in the car, most of the time, unless we're together, I'm driving someplace alone. Yes. And I don't really listen to music. I listen to sermons. But the Lord said, okay, turn the radio off. Even something good like that, listening to sermons. He said, when you're in the car, pray in the Holy Ghost. Not just at a stop sign, but when you're in the car by yourself, just pray in the Holy Ghost. We don't know how much that will accomplish but that opened up a lot more time to pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, I don't think I'll do that forever, you know, but for a season, he said, just don't even turn the radio on. You know, on. Th she doesn't know this, but on the way to Branson today, I had to do some errands. All the way there, I worshiped God in tongues, 
worship the Lord singing in, in the spirit all the way there and all the way back. Just started worshiping God, worshiping God, letting the Lord speak to me. Amen. And uh, I think that's what a lot of Christians need is more time with the Lord. Can you, do you agree? I mean, everybody is just like, they got their list. We got to get it down on social media. Let me look at a, how many texts I got this and how many, oh, look at this, look at that. You know, and, and, and God kind of gets on the back burner. I think we need to change that. I'm not preaching condemnation. I'm not preaching condemnation. I'm not preaching condemnation. I'm saying, let's spend some time fasting and praying, especially here in the beginning of this year. And then, of course, whenever God speaks to you, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe you're facing some challenges. How about fast and pray? How about when, what did Paul and Silas do after they had been beaten for the gospel's sake and thrown in the inner cell, stocks and all smelly stuff going on? What did they do? They began to worship the Lord. They began to worship the Lord. And God moved suddenly. Maybe we need God to move suddenly in our lives if we just give him some time to come in. Open the door by worshiping and praising and meditating on the word of God. Amen. And maybe you take it an afternoon to just sit down and, and read some scriptures and meditate on that. Read some devotion. Just meditate and stop and think about that. Amen. And just maybe write some things down. What is God speaking to us about? What's his plan for our life this year? Let's stand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How many are open to, are open to fast and uh, worship the Lord and fast and pray in, uh, at the beginning of this year? Amen. And I want to invite you, praise the Lord, starting us at this coming Sunday night. Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday, we're going to have a free devotional booklet for the week. They don't want to miss being here Sunday because... Everyone's going to get one of Everyone those Everyone is going to get that free books. devotional book, amen, yeah. and you'll get this handout this coming Sunday, too, Sunday. Uh, that with that confession from Rick and Renner. The and, week of uh, prayer starts this Sunday. Amen. And I, I know maybe you, th oh, man, I, you know, I wish Pastor would have ministered on praise and worship or something tonight. <laughs> Listen, we ministered on what we felt the Holy Spirit would have us to do. We need to spend time in fasting, worshiping, fasting, and praying. Because 2024, let's believe for miracles. Let's believe for the supernatural. Let's believe that God will intervene. Hallelujah. And as we give place to the Holy Spirit, we give place to praise and worship. We give place to seeking after God. And putting aside some other things that are not important in our life. Amen? Amen. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Now just close your eyes and thank him for all that he's done for you. All that he's about to do. We have that expectancy. We have faith in the Lord. The Bible says trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. Trust in me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. And may the Lord give you peace. May you experience peace and joy and the love of God and the faith to believe and receive all that he has for you. Thank you. that Father, all your promises 
yes, are yes, and they are amen to them that believe. Father, thank you for all you've done for us, all that you're going to do for us, and our faith is in you, Lord. We have an expectancy. We have an excitement in the spirit. And Father, we thank you for angelic protection for everyone traveling tonight. We thank you that favor surrounds every family and individual as a shield. And Father, we put on the armor of God. We're going to think your thoughts. Hallelujah. We're going to be prepared to share the gospel and pass out tracts. We're going to lift up the shield of faith where we're going to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. We're going to pray with all manner of prayer, praying in the spirit, praying in English. And Father, we thank you right now. We thank you right now. We are going to be strong in the Lord and the power of your might. Thank you, Father. We are strong in the Lord. The greater one lives in each one of us. And I thank you, Father, for an awesome week. I pray that doors will open, opportunities to share the gospel, pass out tracts, pray for one another, experience blessings. We thank you for it, Lord. I pray right now for health. Put your hand in your body and say, praise God. I'm the redeemed of the Lord. And with your stripes, I am healed. I believe with all my heart, I'm healed. It's mine, I have it now. I'm getting better and better. Better days are ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.